0: What's up everybody? It's the Discord Sailor here. Just wanted to give a quick shout out to today's sponsor, Rowdy Sailors. It's a lifestyle brand for the Rowdy Sailor and all of us. It's also active duty owned and operated. They're putting out some cool stuff from t-shirts, flags, hats, tumblers, even stickers. Make sure you go check them out. Their Instagram handle is at rowdy underscore sailors and go support one of your own. Make sure you tell them the Discord Sailor sent you and start living that Rowdy lifestyle. <laughs> The views expressed on the Disgruntled Sailor podcast are exclusively our own and do not necessarily reflect the views of any member nor the view of the United States Coast Guard. Furthermore, the podcast does not have any association with nor endorsement from the Coast Guard. We're just two individuals who happen to be in the military, expressing our own personal views and opinions. So sit back, relax, crack a cold
1: beer, unless you're underway, then next watch motherfucker. (laughs)
0: Make sure you uh, don't... What's up, everybody? Oh, okay. We're... Hey, we already started. Okay. Shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Jesus. Welcome back to another episode of the Disgruntled Sailor Podcast. I think this is episode 69. Diggity. Uh, we have uh, Mr. Miami here, as always. Oh, and we have a guest on today, Nautical USA, but we're going to refer to him as Skip uh, through the rest of this show.
2: Yeah, um... This is, gonna a, yeah, this is going to be a... This is going to be a Bosun-Mate-centric episode, so, um, I'm going to say some swears, and I'm going to show you guys, but, um, this episode is the beginning of, like, a small mini-series that we're going to do about, we're going to be pretty much calling you like, So You're Expecting. Um, and it kind of came up where, um, uh, so apparently they're pulling non-rates from fucking everywhere. Um... Where I am, there's some uh, non-rates that are uh, in the AST airman thingy. And the, the Coast Guard's so short on non-rates. so like, yep, you're done. Come on, get your sea bag, get on the fucking ship. Um, and they came over to talk to me about some other stuff. And I was like, do you have, like, this? Do you have that? Do you have two of these? If you called your bank? You know, USA will do car storage. All of a sudden he's like, man, can I? We talked for, like, 45 minutes. And um, uh, it kind of made me realize, like, put me back in those shoes, like, I got my orders to my first cutter, what the fuck do I take? Do I need my white gloves? Do I need my bow tie? Um, do I need my Eisenhower? Do I need my trench coat? You know, and, you know, that way, like, we're pretty much going to give you the skinny on, like, what you actually need what you don't need. Um, and this one, we're going to talk about smuggle stations. Um, there's a lot of misconceptions about smuggle stations. There's a lot of good things about smuggle stations that people don't know. Uh, so we're going to go over that. Um, and since... Me and Fatso aren't um, Bosa mates, we brought a genuine Bosa mate with us. not that right,
1: Skip? Yeah, I don't I don't know how much the fleet would think I'm genuine, but we'll see.
2: Are you an actual so, BM?
1: A little bit about me, I, I am a BM, yeah. There you go, then the, you're genuine. Coast Guard for six years. The genuine. Um, two surf stations, two MSSTs, and... Uh, at the Motor Life Code School.
2: Oh really? When?
1: Yeah. Uh, a few years ago. I think eighteen to nineteen I was at the Motor Life Code School. Was he there with Rat snitch? The good time remember? Quick.
0: Uh Rat snitch was on the ship with us then.
2: Oh, okay. Alright, so uh, weren't you aren't you prior service as well?
1: Yeah, so I was in the Marine Corps for seven years. Did active duty and reserve. Um, Had some good jobs out in the civilian world in between. Finished up a college degree. Nerd. And then, well, my associates. I'm not not that fucking smart. Um, A lot of people were in college for seven years. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly how it was. (laughs) Um, And then I came to the Coast Guard, and originally they were going to put me into a... Honor guard because I was so tall and had prior service. I said that sounds terrible. No thanks. They switched my orders like two days before graduating boot camp, and uh, they said, "Where do you want to go?" I said, "Surf Station D13." That's where I went, and it was good. But I left immediately. Put my name on the list right at four months and left.
2: Yeah, that's not a thing anymore. In case you didn't know.
1: (laughs) No, 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 not at all. I was there, I think, six or seven months. Where's D? Where's D13?
2: Is that? east coast uh i'm sorry northwest yeah, that's oregon, washington. oregon
1: washington yeah pacific northwest yeah all
2: right so let's get into some admin stuff um you got a new coin right there just sailor
0: i did i well we, we got two um one of them is a genuine company commander's coin oh really uh, yeah one side had, i posted a picture but one side looks like this it's kind of hard to read in this light, but it has the Smoky the Bear hat, and it says set the example, beat the example. And then on the back, it's their pin. It's their company commander's pin. That's pretty cool. And then I recently got a, uh, a Sieges coin.
2: Um, uh, real quick, did you say Smokey the quick. Bear?
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. It's not
2: Smokey yeah. the Bear. What is it then? Like, Smokey Bear.
1: Well, uh, I don't win in
0: Rome.
2: That's a classic Mandela okay. effect, bro. It is not Smokey the Bear. <laughs> you sure? One thousand percent. And it's you don't call a hat. I have my Smokey the Bear hat on. That's that's not how you say that either.
0: Mm, whatever. Same, same, but different. It's
2: Smokey the Bear. No, no, it's it's. Mm. Anyway, the... we'll have a company commander oh,
0: on soon enough. Allegedly, allegedly. Us. Yeah. Uh, well, we whatever. shit the bed on the last one. So, anyways, the the other coin I have, I have a picture of it because I left it on my desk, but it's uh, that's the Siegis coin. Uh,
1: that's cute.
0: It's, yeah, it's just the shield, and it says Coast Guard Investigative Service, mm-hmm. and on the back it, just, it says some other shit on the back, but I
1: did take a picture of the back. Speaking
2: of Siegis, there's a uh, new Siegis director because nobody can find the other one.
1: So... Oh probably embedded on a cutter somewhere acting like a non racist You
2: didn't you don't listen to that. You don't listen to us. That's right. We did a whole story on the, no, the right. last siegis director was actually like a, a rapist yeah. and a he was and a bad cop. He was
0: mis- mysteriously removed and he had like a super sketchy past and yeah. he is no longer listed on the Coast Guard's website as a director. It was just a error page and nobody knew why. Oh. Wow.
1: Um, he flew to a country with no extradition. Good for him. So uh,
2: next coins like that Caldives, I don't is. that is what I
0: heard.
2: Um So, if you can see these. So, we got these. Who
0: did we get these from again, Just Girl and Sailor? Um, His name's like Finn Smash on Instagram. There you go. I don't know his real name. Yeah, so, we got six
2: of them. I got three, you got three. I got Air Force, Marine Corps, and Navy. Each one of them's different. And then on the back, it says, Blue Falcons Fly Alone. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. And uh, They're rad.
2: They're rad. You got... What'd you get? You got Army, Coast Guard, and uh, Space Force?
0: Yeah, I got Army, Coast Guard, Space Force.
2: Um, so... Yeah, his coins are really cool. Those, uh, he does a lot of... Are... Yeah, go... If you want to check it out, he does a really... It's a really... I, I, I'm ordering some... You're, well, you're ordering them. I'm getting the Charizard with a 240. It's a Charizard with a 240, which is fucking rad. Um next coin we got, um, I got um, the second to last Chief's Mess coin from the Coast Guard Cutter Monroe. Um, excuse me. It says, honoring the past by serving the present, and it's got um, the state of Alaska with the 378, um, and then it's got the, uh, Coast Guard Emblem on the back. A, uh, a Chief gave that to me. It's pretty cool. Um, so, thank you. I appreciate it, Chief. And then the next coin I got I actually won a giveaway. Um, so, do you guys follow Marsec 3? Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So, I. Oh, I know
1: that guy.
2: They posted a guess the location, and I guessed it right, because I'm like super smart. And uh, they sent me here's the coin they sent me. So, it's a luchadora mask that's camouflage with a cross on the forehead. It's got a uh, cocaine bus symbol on his left eye. Um, and then it's got two I've pistols. He's rocking Guns Akimbo, and it says 103. And then on the back, it's all white, and it's got the leadette and it's got their um, La Lucha Sigue. I don't know what that means in Spanish. La Lucha Sigue. Yeah, there you go. Uh, it's got their emblem, the tackle emblem, pot leaf, and the cocaine bust. And they also sent me some fucking uh, stickers with it. So I got a Marsec 3 flag. And then I got the Luchador Mask coin sticker. Nice.
1: Um, That's cool. To jump in with Marsec3, if anybody wants to shell out a pretty penny, they have on their website, I think he sells his stuff through eBay, uh, might have a different website, but um, their Chief's coin at Tacklet is the John Wick coin. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah.
0: We've been trying to get our hands on that John Wick coin for a minute. We're we're
1: trying. real Uh, hard. a A chief who left there this year, she sent me one and uh, it is huge it is so heavy um, it actually articulates and it opens up yeah. like the door opens it's up it's like a hundred dollars to buy there's one there's a, a thumb for it yeah
2: um, um, I also got um, I got some stickers from Seafaring Mercantile uh, which I actually talked to him the other day at work uh, talking about some cutterman stuff um, it's got a buoy it's actually so it's actually funny oh it's a fucking, I've seen that one it's a male buoy like M-A-I-L uh, and th- for those of you who don't know, Mom, um, the mail buoy, um, is kind of a hazing thing where you have someone stand out on the forecastle, the, fr- the front of the ship, with a big boat hook, and then as we drive by the mail buoy, they're supposed to reach out and grab the bag of mail. It's not a real thing. It's just something we haze people with. Um. hazing subjective. It's only hazing if you don't want yeah. it. Um, I also got a Richard Snyder sticker, which is pretty neat. Uh, and the same person that sent me the Richard Snyder sticker also sent me a Joshua Appleby hat. So it's a it's a oh yeah it's a gray That's hat cool. with a black snapback mesh. It's got a leather patch on the front. Uh, it's,
1: the cutters are bringing their own hats? Yeah. So
0: he sent you the Joshua Appleby, or that, that hat, right? He sent me this hat with a 751 hole number on it. I forget which, which one that is, but I don't know. I got that.
2: Uh, yeah, this has... Um, you're a boss mate. What are those... That's, those are those are buoy markings, right? Like it tells you... like yeah, chart symbols. Yeah, yeah, chart symbols. So it's got chart symbols.
1: Yeah, if you went and chart one, you'd see it.
2: Yeah, so it's uh, RW, which is red white. Huh? Yeah, you can take it. So it's got RW, which is uh, red and white. It's got MO. I don't know what that is. It says Raycon. I don't know what that is. And it says... Something else? I don't know. Oh, it says obstruction. But it says Joshua W. It's, it's all the lighting
1: characteristics. It's lighting character. The seven five one is the Weishi.
0: Oh really? Yeah, that's that's what he
1: said. Yeah. For your half, Mr. Sailor. Um, and then I
2: also got um, some well, uh, speaking of, oh. nautical USA stickers. They're pretty okay.
1: dude, yeah, those look cool. Yeah, I mean they're. Oh hey, oh I make those. That's yeah, they're weird. not like
2: super like
1: yeah. vinyly. Hey. They're not like like hey, actually. you, you got the older ones.
2: Oh, well, thanks, oh. thanks for getting leftovers.
1: Yeah, I, I gave you like the the remainder of my old ones. But
2: well, what I also got was, <laughs> check this um, fucking shit out. I got this shirt that says no, "Nautical okay, Sailor" on the yeah, front.
1: Yeah, Sailor's gonna be pissed. Uh,
2: and it's super soft. And then here's the best part. Look at the back. It says "Plank Owner" on it.
0: Oh, you got one of the Plank Owner. How shirts How cool is that? Nice.
2: Uh, it's super
1: soft, too. I really like the super softness. Um, Gave you the shirt right off my back.
2: Well, technically it was off of somebody else's back, but whatever.
1: <laughs> Gross. Uh, Speaking of coins, uh, let, let me give a quick plug, if you don't mind. If anyone needs like a challenge coin that is your rating symbol and also wants to be a bottle opener, we have those on the website. Not all rates, but um, I'll engrave your name on it for free or whatever you want to say on it. Uh, as well as if you want to make a short little challenge coin, since everybody loves challenge coins, I'll, it's like 10 bucks. You can get either a double-sided brass coin or another coin that's two inches big and it has uh, the Coast Guard logo plus the American flag behind it, and the back is blank, and you can engrave it with whatever you want. Send me any picture. I'll make a picture for you, whatever.
2: Yeah, you made the so, ones for us for, of the, of for the Meemore,
0: right? Your, your, yeah, he did that.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the meme more yeah.
0: Uh, and but, Miami, yeah. you have his rate specific bottle opener.
1: Coin.
2: Do I?
0: Oh yeah, hundred percent you do. And then I, as soon as I saw one, no, I my thought rate drop, I thought I, I had some of my rate as well. I have the cog.
1: Yeah, it's like big and gray.
0: No, you have you have the cog. But I also made the Somebody, cogs. somebody gave those to us. They bought them from his oh, site and sent them to me. That's funny. I don't
1: have somebody but, bought them from my site and sent.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, he engraved Mr. Ma- or you engraved, I guess, Mr. Miami on one and disgruntled sailor on the other. Uh, but yeah, cool. you have your rate specific one. I'm a hundred percent sure of it.
2: Oh, like my rate specific one. Yes. Oh, I thought you were talking yes. about his rate. Uh, okay. Oh no. Okay. No. Now I'm on target tracking. Um, speaking of coins as well. Um, <laughs> Since I've been asking my wife To get me a coin rack And she refuses to Um And we also got someone Hooking us up with Some coin racks That are coming along Really nice They're sending us updates Um Q actually sent me A fucking coin rack Like w- While we're Remember on the last episode He's like What's your address and like, I like it Yeah did. I do He sent me a fucking coin rack It's so cool It's on my desk I really appreciate that Q So thank you
0: That's dope
2: Um I got some um, more beer from Jake. He sent me um, uh, two different uh, kinds this time. Um, let me just pull the picture up real quick. But uh,
0: just to preface, this isn't this isn't our beer spot. No. Georgia beer. This is just a random listener. Well, he's not random. Beer. His name's Jake. Um, yes, I mean I know that. He
2: sent me um, eight beers. One is it's called Crispy Business. It's a it's Kolsch, K-O-L-S-C-H style ale, and then a Gunner's Daughter Milk Stout. Uh, really, really good beer. Thank you, Jake. I really appreciate you sending me that. It's uh, really fucking good. Um, next, we have the uh, the Golden Dragon shirts.
0: They have been ordered uh, from BP Sign Company. We I'm just waiting on... On her to she said she had a couple of unit orders i I think it's a sheet she said she had a couple unit orders uh ahead of us but she was uh, hopefully going to get them out in the next week or two so as soon as i get those i'll get them ready to list on the ship store
2: um so remember uh probably eight nine months ago i covered a story about the greatest beer run ever and i told a story about where a guy is sitting in a bar um, he goes, I need to get my friends some beer, and goes all the way to Vietnam. So they're actually making a movie about it, and it drops in, like, a month or two, and it's, um... I heard about that. Yeah,
1: who's the guy from, um... I saw the trailer, it's awesome.
2: Yeah, who's the guy? Zac Efron. Zac Efron plays on it. Uh, the last couple movies I saw with him, they were pretty fucking good, uh, and I hope he does justice to this, vi- this movie, but it's literally called The Greatest Beer Run Ever, um, so when it comes out, go check that shit out. Um... And then uh, next we got how the uh, my Coast Guard app is fucking garbage and big gay and um, we should shut it down I'm gonna re- I report it every time I see it I just report it
0: yeah so <laughs> I'm sure most of you are aware by now the my Coast Guard app put out an article about if or why the Coast Guard should bring beards back and then they also put up a poll. Which asked the question, should the Coast Guard bring beers back? And it was like, yes, no, who gives a shit? I have no preference, kind of thing. And so uh, I had multiple listeners send me the article. And so when I asked the question, they were like, hey, go to the My Coast Guard app, check it out. So I did, and I took the poll. And I was like, okay, so like in my mind, when I saw that, like on an official Coast Guard app, I'm like, okay, big Coast Guard's like forward thinking, like, finally like how can we increase retention how can we increase recruiting efforts by allowing beards right since the the workforce is predominantly male so i was like this is good this is really good we've been trying to bring beards back for a while uh let me share this so i I shared it and i said you know hey go download the my coast guard app go do this poll it only has 300 and something votes when i did it and i said i expect all you scumbags to do it and you guys did not fucking disappoint uh, last I saw it was over 2,000 uh, votes on the poll and then big Coast Guard took it down
2: so I talked to somebody the day after that at work and I was like did you vote and they're like yeah it was it was at 3900 he's like I was the, like 3900 vote or something like that so oh, wow. and that was in like like less than 12 hours
1: if, if big Coast Guard is listening to us, they should just understand that is such a good recruiting tool. Oh, hey, we're the only service that uh, does that. Here's a picture of Joshua James, and oh, you want to look yeah. like that? Cool, let's do that. I no heard service it. Would do that. I heard
0: it on good authority. Here it comes. That the Mamadon uh, is not going to be the first one to bring back beers. The first service that the first service. Yes, to bring the back first beers. service. And that and that the Coast Guard will follow suit if all the other services does it. And I don't like that. Like that is not that is not how you lead from the front. We set so, the example, be the example, just like that company commander coin says. The
2: the Coast Guard does such a very specific niche fucking thing. We should not be going like, okay, so let's say we're looking at the Navy who has 2000 people on aircraft carrier and they have, you know, 20 people commit suicide on one fucking ship. Why would we follow suit with what they're doing? We need to do our own thing.
1: Yeah. 5,000 people on aircraft here.
0: 5,000 really?
1: Yeah. I can't even okay. imagine how much toilet paper they go through.
0: You said you said last you saw this the poll had roughly 4,000 votes, right? I, Basically. So I didn't I
2: didn't see it. I was talking to somebody in yeah, the no, next somebody day. Told yeah, 10th of our yeah, service, just to be clear. Yeah, that's
0: that's a 10th of our service chimed in on this in less than 12 hours? That's that app got more use in one day, in just a handful of hours, than it did in its entire <laughs> fucking existence. And this is how we get repaid? It's bullshit. I'm the, still talking cancel about cancel
2: us. It. Did you, yeah, see, did what, did you us? see what? Did you see what posted? He said, "Go yeah, and I'm go to go to. I'm backing yeah, it. Yeah, go to Google and give it a one star review because that's the lowest you can give them.
0: I 100 so percent did. We trashed their. we trashed their metrics. By the way, it was 3.3 stars when it started. Last I checked, it was 1.2. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wonder I wonder if it was like purely they had to take it down because the amount of traffic went to their app that actually crashed their services wherever they host it if that's the case, it's not their fault but also I, also, I don't care because
0: I also heard it on Good Authority uh, that it was not the MyCG people that was in charge of taking it down they were extremely upset that it had to get removed and it came from way high up
2: I think, here's what I think happened. I think a J.O. that's in, like, a P.O., uh, like, a public affairs uh, position was, like, how do, somebody, an admiral or a was, like, how do we get people to the My Coast Guard app? And he goes, put a poll on there. um, And we'll get traffic in there and just, we can put up stuff to vote. They're, like, all right, what's something easy to do? Like, beards. And then it blew up in this J.O.'s face. And I, Uh, oh, not,
0: fuck, what was I going to say? God damn it.
2: Um, also, did out. you know, if you look at the My Coast Guard app, there's a section on the bottom right, um, uh, I forgot who sent it to me, um, oh,
0: there's a, I know there's a, you're, I know where you're
2: there's a podcast section, like, the 1MC podcast is
0: on there, our podcast isn't on there, Oh yeah, we're the predominant, yeah, there's a section, there's a section for unofficial Coast Guard yeah, podcasts, i just saying, we have
2: more plays and followers than any, like, the match Chief paid of the Coast Guard, obviously has more followers, but not because of his podcast but I feel like we're like this I'm gonna toot my own horn here for a second I feel like we're the predominant fucking Coast Guard podcast you know for sure we keep it hundred unofficial 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 Unofficial. Unofficial. (laughs) we keep it hundred
0: okay second of all something sketchy about this whole beer pool bullshit the author of the story cannot be found in global what I was gonna email him
2: what do you mean the author of the story
0: the, you know, like how when they post articles, it says written by such and such? Yeah. Whatever his fucking name was, I typed it in verbatim, not in global.
2: Uh-oh. Uh, conspiracy. That dude got murked. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, also, I had a good thing happen to me. Well, not good thing, but well, it was good for me. Um, but And it kind of is good for all of us. Um, I had someone uh, message me. And they started it with, um, "Hey, Miss Ramy, you said on your podcast that um, if we ever needed help, we could reach out." And I'm reaching out, and I was like, "Hell yeah!" And uh, having they were having some issues with their um, their unit, their command, and with their specific issues, I called specific people. I called a sitting OIC, I called a BMC, I called um, you know some really really smart, intelligent people that I really trust their opinion. And got immediate feedback like, hey, this is what this member's going through. And they went, absolutely not. That's against policy. I actually know this district master chief. I know uh, this district admiral. I know the land area admiral. Do you want me to get you in touch with them? And in it went from like 10, 15 minutes of talking to this person. Then I made two phone calls that were about 10 minutes each. And in that 30 minute window, um, you know, I also called Discardinal sailor and talked to him about it because there was some other stuff in there that's specific to him. And within 30, 40 minutes, uh, I had created a, a bridge between this person and then six different resources that were like, and all it took me was a phone call. Like I was sitting in my bed drinking beer and, uh, sorry, shut up.
0: Um,
2: it, it, in like 40 minutes we went from, Hey, I need some help or assistance (laughs) or guidance. And, uh, all the way to here's multiple people that want to help you. Um, so if you guys do want, put your shirt down. Jesus Christ! <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm having a moment here, bro. Um, so You're doing good. It went from you know having an issue, kind of getting railroaded, not really sure where to turn, and immediately getting you know um, some additional resources. And then the next day, I actually called and talked to them on the phone through Instagram. And we talked, I got some more information. And uh I think this member has a way for what is that fucking noise? Are you vaping? What is that noise? I'm so
1: sorry. No, I'm so sorry, I'm at this place. Um Thank you. You're welcome, ma'am. Are you in the at woman's this place bathroom? And a lady came to... No, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm at this place uh at a at a retreat center and this lady came to put some stuff away in a storage room, so sorry. Um, that was re- so. That's why I had to stand up to let her in. That's why you saw my, my belly, and I decided to show you my beer belly. I thought you'd be proud, stupid beer. Yeah. And, um, but you're right. I, got- I did ruin your moment. To, can I add to that? Yeah. Like, go ahead, man. Yeah. To all to all your listeners, I think that's awesome that you reached out. I, uh, I hope you're not all gonna reach out to the same exact person at the same time because that would <laughs> Mr. Miami would definitely be flooded. Yeah, I'm not very However, good at it, so you can you can reach out to anybody like. It's good on that person, whatever rank he is. Um, anybody at any other unit, if you need help, go, like I've been at a unit where they, I went to my chief because he stood up at quarters and said, hey, if you need to, you know, open door, come here, I'll help you. And the dude turned me away. He said, go back to your room and collect yourself. Yeah. I was like, I'm in tears, bro. Like, help me out. Tell me to go to a counselor or something. Yeah. And Nothing. So always reach out if you need it.
2: And it's, it's it was, uh, I'm not going to divulge any information about this person, uh, even their gender. Uh, but it' it was such a small Coast guard that uh, they were like I'm at this kind of I'm, I'm going through this this and this and I went I think I know where you're at and they I said I, I, are you here he's like yeah I go and he, he was having issues with his XO and I go your XO is blah 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 isn't it he goes yes how'd you know that and I go I was stationed with him and that dude is the worst and I, I, as soon as I knew who his exO was, I immediately knew this dude was genuine, and um, regardless of whether like it's perceived or actual or not actual, whatever they're going through, if someone reaches out to you, you need to take it serious and give them the benefit of the doubt. In the past yeah. year, I've had a couple people reach out; most of them were genuine. I've had I had one guy that was like not even close to who he said he was, but I still helped. Uh, so, like like Skip said, it keep asking for help until you get it don't go to one person and go well i fucking tried bro so
1: yeah that is the worst you'll you'll set yourself up into your own like downward spiral just keep going just because you go to the person who you think would give you help and they don't like there are people out there who will give you help and everybody is willing um, well not everybody but most people should be. i got
0: one more admin thing that's not the go ahead that's not the first time we've been asked for help we've been asked for help multiple times from multiple people and I, I think we've been able to help, or at least give some guidance to all of them, which that's what most people need—is just a little guidance, just some, just somebody to vent to. Which I get it. We're here. And might as well use it. I think,
2: like, so what? What most? What should happen? Which is what I did. Um, nobody knows fucking everything. I talk like I do, but like, so he reached out to me. The first thing I did, I messaged Say that one more time. I don't know. I don't know everything. I don't know everything. <laughs> okay. Now uh,
0: recorded. Got it.
2: Uh, the, they texted me, and I immediately texted Discounted Sailor. I texted a Senior Chief. I texted a Master Chief. And I texted BMC. And, like, I went, here's what I got. What does everybody think? And everybody just started flooding in stuff. So, like, not everyone's going to know the answer to everything. So, just, like, get the shit out there. Anyway, uh, next, last admin thing I have is, look what I got. Discounted Sailor. This is is probably this is my pride and joy as of right now so my family's motto is stupid beer and this is a wood plaque it's got a picture of me knife-handing with my headphones and a microphone and it says stupid beer this is my prized possession right now and it is it's so fucking cool and i'm so glad that you don't have one Uh,
0: I got one more thing before we move on to the the meat-potatoes of the episode. So everybody knows we've been covering the FRC FRC namesakes. And uh, we we did it because we wanted to shed some light on enlisted heroes because enlisted people rarely get the recognition they deserve. Um, And so a while back, it was episode 64, where we talked about the Robert Goldman. So... (laughs) he was a pharmacist mate and we covered it in the episode but i got a facebook message from a guy named jonathan goldman who happens to be the third son of robert goldman and he says he says guys my name is jonathan goldman i am the third son of robert goldman who you spoke about in episode 64. my family went to key west for the naming ceremony It was truly an honor for him to be recognized. He never thought he did anything exceptional. Like so many of his generation, my father never spoke about what he did in the war. All that we knew was that he was injured from a kamikaze attack. We were able to meet the crew and were so impressed by every member. Thank you for bringing my father's story to your listeners. So, like, I thought that was super rad that we talked about somebody's dad and then somehow he found out about the episode and reached out to us thanking us for like telling his father's story so I was I was super appreciative for that
2: that's really cool skip stop that doing really that cool. it's making it louder just let it go just let it go oh, I'm trying to cover I'm sorry just all let right, it right. go man we've had
1: outside we've just, had you know, I need I wish I had beer I, I need a beer right now that's you
2: funny. can't drink where you're at uh,
1: all right well I didn't bring any I'm an idiot let's um
2: let's get into it so Guess what? You're about to graduate boot camp, and you just got orders to a smaller station. Or you're in BMA school, and have never been to a fucking smaller station. Here's what's going to fucking happen. Um, first of all, um, why are you laughing? I didn't even say anything yet.
1: Because I'm thinking of all the people I've seen come in, like at uh, my last station. They come in, they report, they're at the front gate, and their face is just like, I'm totally lost. Yeah. Cool, so man. I wish your sponsor would have just given you ten minutes on the phone. I'm
2: glad you started with that because a lot of us, me included, they're like, "Hey, guess what, Mr. Manny? You're going to be sponsored for semen fucking numb nuts." I'm like, "God damn it!" You know, <laughs> like I have to tell someone, make sure you shower every day, and make sure you're wearing a uniform every day, and like it, it's it's beneath me, honestly. Um, but reach out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Try to interact with your sponsor, first of all. I didn't write that down. That's a, that's a good fucking point, Skip. So, small boat stations in a hole, and correct me if I'm wrong, Skip. Your main job is search and rescue, followed shortly by law enforcement, you know, doing boardings, uh, followed by security zones, uh, your PWCS or your ATFP stuff, uh, and then there's some more small ancillary things um, sure. after that. So...
1: Yeah, I'd say that's accurate.
2: Let's go from the non-rate perspective, alright? This is going to be a non race perspective. Um, first of all, please make sure you have all of your uniform items. And when I say all of your uniform items, I'm saying the ones you're going to fucking need. You're not going to need your Eisenhower. You're not going to need your trench coat. You're not going to need your white gloves and your bow tie, alright? Um, you're going to report, and they're going to assign you... Let me, ba- let me back the fuck up. Stations. Um, stations are... Um. All over, uh, most of them are on the fucking coast. There are some at like um like Lake Tahoe. There's a bunch on the Great Lakes, uh, but the majority of them on the coast. Most of them, you're, you're so there's there's two boat and one boat stations. Correct? Correct? Skip.
1: Uh oh, you, you mean like how many are ready boat? Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. So that pretty much
1: means like. And that, and, go ahead. And that's based on the size of your unit many people you have to be able to stand duty or not and the size of your aor yeah so like in the time of year
2: yeah so like um i'm not getting into you know um uh, what do they call it yeah, where they send fucking uh temporary stations during the summertime
1: we're not oh we're not, we're not getting like on the great lakes they have yeah, those they things. have them, so it's called like, like a SAR detachment yeah. where they'll send like two or three people out there yeah. for different periods of time we're not yeah, yeah. so
2: that. most small stations with the exception of like Let's say New York, um, Miami, um, San Fran, uh, Hawaii. Most, with the exception of like those really, really, really big ones, are enlisted ran. Um, some of them have bosuns, which I know they are officers, but can't be a bosun unless you're enlisted. Um, I've had bosun, I've had master chief, and I've had senior chief um, OICs. OIC is your officer in charge, uh, and they're pretty much... For anyone that's not that familiar, they're the commanding officer, the CO, but they're enlisted. Um, and then usually you have a, I think the, those like three big ones I named are, um, they usually have LTs, I think, as COs. I don't know exactly what they what rank they are, but, um, you know. And then you're going to have an XO. Or, yeah,
1: I've seen several work, yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, um, then you're going to have an XPO, which is your executive petty officer. Um, underneath that you're gonna have an engineering petty officer um, which is in charge of the engineering department obviously um, below that you usually have a BM1 that's like a TPO which is your training petty officer um, and then they work with and kind of make and supervise like your law enforcement petty officer your weapons petty officer your um, your RNS petty officer which is your rescue and survival um, petty officer um, and then you like the 1LT which the 1LT is in charge of the actual physical boat. I've seen some stations where, like, the 1LT is in charge of everything. Like, all the boats. And then I've also seen uh, boat keepers. where like, alright, BM3, guess what? You're in charge of this 45. 45621. Shout out, Jimothy. Um, you're in charge of that specific boat. Um, and then beneath that, you pretty much just have your section leaders. Um, and we'll get to that right fucking now. Um.
1: And the officer of the day. Oh, the
2: officer of the day. Yeah, so the officer of the day is the It's just your your duty. You're in charge. Usually the OD has SAR funds and they're a coxswain and, you know, they can pretty much run a SAR case from either a small boat or from the comms room. So you're going to show up and they're going to say, welcome to the shit. It's going to be a lot like Forrest Gump when they're talking to Lieutenant Dan. Keep your socks dry. Don't salute me. And, um, you know, you're going to be thrown into a section. Um, Most, most small boat stations are broken into two sections. Some do have three. Some have like a a port and a starboard section with, like, an ATFP p section. I've seen that. Um, where, like, you do, like, you're not technically a port or starboard section. You're a day, a worker. day worker. And then you can come in for p and ATFPs, things like that. Um, but most non-rates and BM3s are just going to be thrown into a fucking section. And then, yeah. next thing, Skip, is you get your fucking Paul Packet, right?
1: Yeah. So you're definitely going to show up and they're going to tell you exactly like, a show up in your traps or like ask what uniforms show up in chops or bravos bring bring with you your odus like what if they say okay go change in odus we don't need you to look fancy anymore we fucking we we get it we did an inspection on you you're fine and you don't have that guess what you're gonna be doing the rest of the day in traps still yeah so bring your shit I, I made that mistake in the marine corps when i showed up in my first unit and they're like well you're actually uh, we need you to go sweep today and i went and <laughs> swept the parking lot in my alphas it was awesome
2: um you're going to be issued, first they're, they're probably going to do is, unless they're dickheads, they're going to show you around the station. Okay, that's a 45, that's a 47, that's a 29, that's a 33, that's a 24 SPS, or uh, SWSPC, or however you say it, I forget. Like, that's the bosun this hole. This is where you're going to sleep. Yeah, this is your barracks room. Uh, this is your section leader. This is BM2. He's going to be the bait of your existence for another year. Um, and then they're going to give you a qual packet depending on whether you're a fireman or a seaman, you're, you're going to get, number one, a comms watch packet, which is one of the most ridiculous fucking quals of the Coast Guard. Um, Absolutely. And then you're going to be given uh, either a crewman or an engineer packet, and then on top of that, you're probably going to get a BTM packet, which is your boarding team member. Um, so crewmen are, they handle the lines, they assist in search and rescue, blah, 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 blah. Engineers can light up the boat. They can they can troubleshoot small things underway, depending on their rank. And you're gonna get issued a timeline for those. Um, like so, from what I've talked to and experienced, timelines are different per unit, right, Skip? Absolutely. So, what was your f- so first your so so yeah? R- real quick before you keep going, there's recertification and then there's initial qual. So, when you got to your unit, your first mobile station, what were your qual timelines for what quals?
1: Ooh, that's going back several years. Um, I remember the initial qualifications I had was comms watch. I think they gave me, like, a month or maybe two months to get comms watch. That's long. Um, It is really long. So, that's why I think it was a month. Um, And really, like, you're not doing anything else. Anytime you're on duty, like... I might have even been day working Monday through Friday to finish all my admin stuff at the same time in the comms uh, comms room, doing that all day, every day, until I got qualified. Or until all my admin stuff was finished, like all the check-in process, then they put me in a section, and then all I did was just, you're in there till morning till night. Um, From morning till night, idiot. Um, And then you have, like I think it was maybe two months, three months, something like that for boat crew. My initial boat crew might have been, yeah. Yeah, not that long. I mean, it's not hard. Yeah. It's just how much do you want to put in time after hours um, around, like when everyone else is chilling in the rec room or on the mess deck and they're just lounging, are you studying because you're hungry after your qual and you want to look like a go-getter? Or do you want to be a turd and they have to seek you out and say, hey, man, you're a week away from your deadline. We're going to have to write paper on you. Um, You need to get underway and do this task. Like, show me that you can do this. Or there's a lot of short there's two different types of tasks shore side like studying knowledge stuff and then there's underway tasks that you have to do on, on a boat while underway during training
2: yeah so number one i always liked being that guy that was like would you like i go even when i was a higher rank than some of the some of the people like as an e5 and e6 um getting these sign-offs like i remember being like And I'm going, could you give me 10 fucking seconds to myself? Like, just leave me the fuck alone. (laughs) If you aren't getting that from the people you're getting sign-offs for, you're not trying hard enough. All right? So you got to understand, when you are in a small boat section, or you're in a small boat station, and you're in a section, they might have one coxswain and one engineer. And in eight to nine months later on, when you're fully qualified, and you get some new fucking wiener in, and he's just dragging his fucking feet, you're like, I'd like to go on home on Christmas leave get your fucking shit together you know so like it comes full fucking circle so you need to be bothering these fucking people all the time also you need to have a standing list of uh, underway tasks
1: Calls, oh yeah so like when you get underway if you don't have a note card or something on your phone and and you're like hey hey BM1 ABM 2 I need these tasks today underway I need to be a Mm -hmm. a pointer for man overboard I need to uh, do a tow or whatever like if you don't, if you get underway and they ask you what do you need, and you're like, "Well, fuck, I don't know." You are a piece of yeah. shit. You're going to be straight fours if not less. And think about it like this: like he was saying, you are there at the station for a reason. Like they need a body there. Congrats, you're a warm body, and you need to do that the job, whatever it is, because they're short handed. Like They got you mm-hmm. because they're already shorthanded. It's been months until they could even get you orders there. Mm-hmm. And then it takes you a while to move. Um, you got to travel the country, you do whatever. And then you get there, and then it still takes several months for or a few months or as fast as you can do it until you're qualified to fill the job that they need that was already vacant for many months. Yeah, just like every... They, they need you to work hard. Like, we need you to work hard. Every wall
2: in the Coast Guard is pretty much the same. Um, every small boat station gets a, 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 a small boat underway every single day. It may be at night, yeah. but every single day that station does a fucking patrol. Every day. Every single fucking day they do one. Get your ass on that boat and go, I need to do an alongside tow. I need to do an alongside tow. And
1: when you are... I need to do radar. Yeah,
2: I need to, I need to do radar. I need to run the sense package. I need to do shit like that. Be annoying.
0: Most, most supervisors, right... Are willing to help you do whatever. Oh, one hundred percent. because it's going to yeah. benefit you, you gotta re- the entire unit. Yeah. So you got to remember. You need to be. You need to be proactive, and like, like for example, right? If you work for me, and you have all your claws that you need to do, I'm not going to hold your hand through all your claws. But if you're coming to me, going, show me how to do this, talk me through this, I'll, I'll do that with you. But you got to, you got to take that initiative.
2: Now, I will say, oh, yeah. I, everything I say. Uh, like, on here, we're always like, do better, and blah, 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 you should try harder, reach out. I've literally been that guy in the, you know, the port coxswain chair, going, like, you know, and then Steven Timmy's like, um, uh, I need to do, uh, night toe," and I go, will you shut the fuck up, please? I just need to get through these four hours of night hours so I can go the fuck home, will you please shut your fucking mouth? So, like, you're gonna get that. We all have bad days. We all have bad days. <laughs> that BM2, so, I feel like BM2s have the best and worst job and rank in the entire Coast Guard, okay? A BM2 can yeah, a BM2 can run an entire Smallwood Station, they can run an entire Star Case, they can drive a 45, 47, and any kind of shit, including 210s, 270s, 378s, doing up-downs, doing drug boats, all that shit, they can do everything. They can be underway OODs on big ships, they can do everything. But they're also painting, and they're also doing RNS, and they're also st- showing Seaman Timmy and BM3 fucknuts how to tie a line. So, like, they are—they have the most responsibility with the least amount of, um, like, hey, thanks for your service, BM2. It's just BM2s is there to be shit on. So, if your BM2s is not super nice to you right off the bat, don't take it fucking
1: personal. All right, uh, okay, that's a great point. That will alleviate so many people messaging you and saying like, "Oh, my B M two shitting yeah. on me." <laughs> Guess
2: what? Uh, when I was a second, I was a fucking piece of shit too. I w- when, unless I was doing something, I was Still a piece of shit. I, I didn't say I wasn't. I said when I was a BM when I was not BM M two. When I was a second, um, I was a piece of shit. If I wasn't doing something that I was like excited about, I don't give. A f- I didn't give a fuck. You know, like people are the exceptions. Like, you know, Jimothy dudes always excited for everything. So like, hopefully you get a Jimothy in your unit. Um, so. Most small boat stations are going to have one primary search and rescue boat, whether it's a 45 or a 47, right? Um,
1: could be just a 29 station.
2: What, what kind of loser goes just to a 29 station? What's, what's a 29
1: station? Where they only have 29s.
2: No, I no, I get... Never mind. <laughs> yeah, no. So most small boat stations have one primary search and rescue asset, whether it's a 47 or a 45. If they have heavy weather or surfmen, they're going to have a 47, right? so what's the what's the definition of what's what's the difference between heavy weather and surfment, do you know
1: so uh <clears throat> at a heavy weather station um it means they get waves greater than 10 feet right
2: 10 at feet a surf heavy station,
1: weather? it means they have yeah
2: fuck i've done that on a, 24. a basic coxswain <laughs> e,
1: e, yeah a basic <laughs> coxswain um can go up to eight feet wave, even if he's only a 29 or she even if they are only a 29 coxswain the boat limitations is six feet but that means that they're okay to go up to eight feet what about for urgent um, SAR oh, dude it's been a minute but uh you better have a good understanding with your CO yeah. and you better talk to him uh so, some would be like absolutely not like you're gonna put your crew's life at risk more but well, that's a whole nother topic let's yeah. just keep talking about non rights right yeah. so um or so like i got to a surf station and my initial qualification was basic crewman on the 47 okay that's my first thing to do before i even did did btm they wanted me to also be crewman on the 52 which is now out of service uh except for at cape d so uh, where, where they that's the only place where the 52 is still in the after that then i could get btm which i didn't actually do at that unit uh, because I left so quick. Btm is boarding team. But, sorry, yeah, boarding team. You're leader. like a deputy sheriff. You're in a. You, there you go. Yeah. Um, damn What was I talking about? Oh, so so heavy weather, right? So then I had to also do all the other tasks on the 47 that in in heavy weather, meaning in seas greater than 10 feet, and usually that's when storms come in.
2: Yeah. So the way um, the way it works is like um, yeah. you get you get your qual pack and it says like make a boat, tie a boat off alongside your vessel. Uh, and under real or simulated conditions, um, do a man overboard, raise the anchor, drop the anchor, tend the anchor. Um, you know, do first aid, and those are your like, I don't know how many tasks are. Let's say it's 30. When you do those initial 30 tasks, heavy weather and surfmen are are in addition to those initial crewman tasks, correct?
1: Yeah. So all those correct. But if we're just talking about basic crewmen, right? You can be just a basic crewman but then you also like there's one extra thing for heavy weather saying uh, do a man overboard in heavy weather like that's the only thing Uh, versus on the coxswain uh, packets that is where you're going to have a whole other PQS um, for heavy weather coxswain and for surfmen and that's only at surf stations or well there's heavy weather stations uh, along the east coast and the Great Lakes, yeah. but for the most part, those other things you're thinking are only for coxswains. So for basic crew, you don't have to worry about it.
2: So I would say, so I I always put non-rates into two categories. You have fucking dirt bags and regular performers. Those are pretty much the two non-rates you're gonna get. If you very rarely, let's say, let's say out of a hundred percent, you have so like forty-five percent are dirt bags. Forty-five percent are like. You know, th- that's a pretty good non-rate. And then you have that last little bit that's like, dude, you're fucking crushing it. Like, you know, like black enough and sturdy uh, and and birds aren't real were good examples of that where, you know, they're still dirtbags like me, but they're a different kind of dirtbag. They dirtbag on their own time. They're folks in charge, Fantel in charge, Lead Seaman, BTM, shit like that. You know, they, they, they help in the LE training. They help in getting people called. You know, pick which one of those non rates you want to be, because the better non rate you're going to be, the better your station situation is going to get. Because when that when they're making duty crews, so like the OD goes in in the morning, right, and he go, there's a big whiteboard and there's everybody's name on a mag- mag- magnetic strip, and he goes, all right, we got Skip, Mr. Miami, disgruntled sailor. We got Black Enough. We got Seaman Timmy. We got Seaman fucking Dave, and we got all this shit. He goes, let's make our fucking star cruise. Let's make our patrol crews if you're a good performer, and you're good shit, and you're not a dirtbag, you're going to get those easy PWCS patrols. You're going to get those patrols where you guys get to stop for lunch. You know, you're going to get that easy shit. But well, if you're a dirtbag, they're, ta- they're going to tag you on those um, late night, end of the fucking cycle where the command needs to get underway for their currency, and you're going to be tagged with one of those. So, you're required to get so many hours underway every every cycle. A cycle is January through June. J January, February, March, April, May, June. Yeah, June. So January through June is like a cycle. And the command cadre has to get so many hours. I don't remember how many hours. It's like 30 hours under night, underway under night. I don't remember what the fuck it is. And they always wait till the last minute. And then they go, hey, we need a crew to get together for command night crew. So it's like the CO, the XO, the EPO, the TPO, the day-working BM-1. And they need an engineer and a fucking crewman. And you're going to get tagged because you're a dirtbag. You know?
0: So just...
1: Absolutely.
2: Try a little bit. Um, I think, in my mind, in six months you should be qualified. So, like my last small station had a twenty-four, which is the shallow waters special purpose craft. SW. I, I say it like that because I forget the fucking acronym. SWSPC. Uh, <laughs> we had the twenty-nine and we had the forty-five. Uh, previous units I've had were forty-sevens we uh, and twenty-fives. I've also been used to units that have the thirty-three. 47 is a little harder than the 45, only because it's... I feel like the 45 is more mechanical. Uh, the, I'm sorry, the 47 is more mechanical. The, the... Let me make sure I said it. 47 a little more mechanical, a little more hands-on. 45 has jet drives. It's a little easier to drive, a little easier maneuver. It's got docking mode in it. Um, I think if you're in a unit that has a 20 knot, has, you're, you're expected to have a 29 and a 40, 45 qual, I think you're looking at comms btm and crew in under six
1: months six months max absolutely absolutely
2: so it's it doesn't take that long and then you'll I remember my first crewman call but the first boat I ever got called on Thanks, was, was the uh, Thank you. was the 33 that was the first boat I ever got called on right the 33 nice really I got lucky that that was my first call um, and you walk on this boat and the seaman that was showing me around was like, all right, you need to know everything on this boat, about the stern, the engines. You need to know life saving. You need to know the beam. You need to know the draft. You need to know the overall height. You need to know trailer height. You need to know where everything's at. You need to know where the breakers are. You need to know how the seats work. You need to know how the sins package works. You need to know how the fruto works. you need I'm like, dude, that's so fucking much. And you were overwhelmed. And I was overwhelmed.
1: Like, overwhelmed. The easy way around that is, yes, so, when, you, when you're brand new to a unit, the probably one of the first things you're going to have you do in the morning, absolutely the first thing, is boat checks. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know or are new to the Coast Guard, as this will be immortalized forever, boat checks is every single morning the entire crew is supposed to go down to the boats, inspect every single piece of item on the supposed boat, to. they turn on the boat. That's why I said that. Supposed to check every single item on the boat for functionality, for wear and tear, um, If it it needs to be replaced, if it needs to be worked on that day, if it's a discrepancy or not, they turn on the boat. They test every system. They test the throttles, etc., And that is your opportunity to familiarize yourself with everything. Pick something up that you've never seen before and say, what is this weird-looking yellow box? Oh, that's a lantern. Oh, fuck, okay. Um, Whatever. Why why does this wire run this way? Because that's an extra battery hose for the battery behind the 29 uh helm right like you just which, never know and then those things will help <laughs> you later on a case or I- anything
2: which is it you're gonna know whether you did a good job or not um breaking and crewman based on the questions on your board um i'm like really fucking smart so my board was like a lot longer than everybody else's and uh you know i knew
0: <laughs> sounds like the opposite of at- smart. So, I like I'm gonna, you I'm gonna tell you story. this
2: story so like
1: uh, I'll tell you this like, story. Go ahead. so I'll tell you yeah,
2: after. after so Jimothy was on my, on my one of my on one of my crew boards, and he taught me so well like he would ask me specific questions that he taught me and like it got to the point where like um, I because I, I actually really I cared back then and I wanted to like I wanted to do it and like it got down to like yeah. how many teeth are on the back of the fucking knife that's on the forecastle the 45. You know how many screws Jesus. hold the pilot house on how many turns does it take to get this dog off um you know like it the crew crewman that is
1: ridiculous yeah your
2: crewman qual is what you're going to get out of it so like if you go into your crewman call and go all right hey here's a picture of the 45 can you point to the bow if those are your questions you're a fucking dirtbag. if they're asking you like how many teeth <laughs> are on the back of the knife you know, and then I go, why would I know the knife? And that's when Jimothy goes, it's in the MRC card. Look it up. It's actually on page two, section seven, fucking blah, 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 blah. And, you know, shit like that.
1: Dude, Jimothy's crazy. So He's legit crazy. Ba- so that we're not scaring too many people away, a basic crewman or a basic coxswain is just that. Like, you're not expected to be the master of everything, right? Yeah. Because they just need to do basic, can you come out there and help us in a search and rescue case? Yep. And if I tell you to go grab something, you know where it's at. If I tell you to uh, hold this, hold the line, or check the line, Mm -hmm. or make the bit, like, you understand the commands. It's basic, right? I was so scared of my first coxswain qual on a 29 because I thought that it had to be like a coxswain certification of a 47 at my surf unit. That was not the case. Basic level. So, so I, please don't be scared. Yeah, it is really awesome. I, but if they're asking you those questions, it means they like you and they've trained you well, and they they're already confident in your basic knowledge yeah. of the basic stuff. They're just trying to. So have fun.
2: I had a BM1. Compare it to like, because I, I I was stressing some of my my qualifications, and he's like, Do you remember when you started driving? I was like, Yeah, I was twelve years old. I had a Coors Light. It was a really fun time. I was in a '99 <laughs> Buick Century. That was Sandy's car. I'm just kidding. I. I I did drive her car when I was... Never mind. Anyway, it's akin to driving a car. Most Coast Guard quals are, like, akin to driving a car. The first time you're about to merge onto a fucking major highway like, you know, 95 or 80 or I-10 or wherever you're at, uh, whatever dickheaded highways they have in California, you're, like, super nervous. The radio's turned off. The AC's off. You have both hands. You're white-knuckling at 10 and 2, and you're like, good luck, everybody, and you're, like, trying to get on the highway now think about it you've been driving for 10 years you have your knee is driving the car you're trying to put hot sauce on your fucking burrito also while you're changing the station you know it's I remember one of my first star cases like I'm like it was like you know the star alarm goes off we're fucking I'm like running to the fucking boat like we gotta fucking save everyone and like there's this number like what are you running for it's like we gotta go he goes we have a 30 minute response time I was like oh okay um, slow, slow down. Slow down. She's
1: like I still got a. You see the BMT like casually walking from comms <laughs> yeah. out to the change Yeah. You're like, you're like BMT. Oh, do you want me to lie for the boat? You're like, why don't we just wait to see what this really is? I'll go log into Almas. Yeah. Sign the boat I'll check out. Check out the boat. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. And you know, you go get dressed and wait for me. Yeah. yeah. And like, I'm
2: on the boat. Like, man, I hope. I like. I, I'm, I'm like running through CPR in my brain. I'm running through hypothermia scenarios. I'm running through like sucking <laughs> chest wound scenarios. And I'm like ready to fuck go. Yeah. And they're like. Yeah, um, we found a kayak floating, uh, so we're just going to go get it, and then that's going to be it. I was like, dude, we got to go. Cool. So like it...
1: There's a person? There's, a, there's, no. there's
2: somebody drowning. We got to go. And <laughs> just you're going to go from holy shit to, yeah, I know what I'm doing. It's just like getting on a bike, driving your car. You're going to be so overwhelmed, but after six months and you get that call... Like literally like my it was my first week after getting my qual. Some fucking new dickhead showed up. And we're about to get underway on the forty five. And I'm I'm still super nervous, super excited to be a crewman. And they're like, Go ask Mr. Miami. He knows what he's doing. He'll show you how to fucking let go of the anchor. He'll let you show he'll show you how to pay out the tow. And like he'll, he'll walk you through getting a, another vessel in step and working on the commands. And I was like, Oh wait, I actually I actually can do that. Like, I was like, yeah, so, yeah. like, I'm on the back, like, talking to this non-rate about, like, getting a boat in step and talking a bit about waves. I was like, make sure when you're, you're capping your bit. Some people cap their bit a little differently. ROIC likes capping a bit like this. Make sure you're doing your, you know, your three-figure eights and start your round turn. And, you know, it's, it's really not that hard. You kind of just do this. And, like, you know, and the B1 came up to me later. He's like, it was nice watching you, like, go from, like, super stressed out Mr. Miami to, like, no, man, I got this. So, like, we're not trying to scare you. We're just trying to let you know what the fucking deal is.
1: Um, That's actually really cool. Your supervisor to come and tell you that because you're absolutely right. Once you're reporting to a unit, you're brand new, you know nothing, you're absorbing everything. And just like you said, at some point, someone else is going to come in and you're going to be that person to hold their hand and to show them everything and be the example. And you won't even know that you're doing it. Um, it's a pretty, pretty cool yeah. gig. So,
2: so uh, different boat types. I just wrote that down just so I can let you guys know what you got. Um, the biggest is the. Well, for small stations, anyway, is the 47, right? Unless you're at Cape D you Is that still a thing?
1: Yeah, there's 152, but really... I mean, well, there are four fifty twos. Um, But they're on their way out, so don't worry about it. Uh,
2: below that is the 45, uh, which is a jet-drive boat. Uh, I really like the 45 personally. I like it better than the 47. But that's coming from a non-coxswain perspective. Uh, after that, what's the what's that one like thirty some foot boat that's like only in like Alaska and like of Yorktown or whatever?
1: The thirty eight. You know, there's a the
2: thirty eight. Uh, after that is the thirty three, which is one of my favorite boats. Um,
1: Absolutely. You have it's like a twenty five on. Students. Yeah.
2: Then you have uh, I think the twenty five is next. Uh, the
1: twenty nine. Oh, I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, twenty nine. The metal shark boat. You don't know how
1: to count. Yeah.
2: I can't. I'm too fat for a 29. twenty nine. What do you need? Yeah, have some nerds.
1: There's I mean, everyone in the coach car will talk trash about twenty nine, but it's actually you can get into some pretty shallow spots. Um, there are really good things about twenty nine and there are really terrible things about yeah. twenty nine. Yeah, it's a dumpster fire, yeah. but whatever. I and then there's also if, if you go to an ant, um, they've I don't they have the uh the Tambi. Well, how 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 many feet is the Tamby? The
2: Tambi's like so it's it's like a fucking like a like a hair bigger than the twenty four Shallow waters, special purpose craft. So, me personally, I like if they're like, all right, Miss Mamie, you can be. We're gonna give you a coxswain qual right now. What boat do you want? I'm picking the 24, shallow water, special purpose craft because that boat feels like I'm driving a like a Carolina skiff or a Boston whaler. Like it's open cabin, (laughs) real easy to fucking drive, super simple. I really, really like the 24. Uh, I've been I, I was in a sarcase with a couple gentlemen. um... And like seven foot seas in that motherfucker, we were out of parameters. We got yelled at, but I beat it. I beat an A seven there. I beat the forty five there, and I beat fucking Seto there. And I literally, I I saved three dudes' lives, and I got on the news. And my master said, "Good job." Anyway, um, (laughs) and then that's, that's. I'm pretty sure that's the smallest boat you're gonna get in a smallest station, unless like there's like weird some stations like on the great lakes will have like airboats and like punt boats and stuff like that but i don't know shit about that you know
1: yeah that's all for ice rescue yeah um stuff like that but whatever so in general um go to a station if you can if you do don't be scared of it enjoy it so you're gonna have a good time you're gonna get in tight with your yeah the last thing i
2: had was pretty much i I want to talk about search rescue real quick uh, I kind of so started that. it with, you know, my 24 thing. Um, also, don't let me forget fucking watch standing, or not watch standing, duty schedule. Don't let me forget duty schedule. Just write it down. Let me, I'm going to go make toilet real quick. Nobody move.
0: What's up, everybody? It's the disgruntled Sailor here, and I just wanted to take a minute to talk about one of our sponsors, Oak and Iron Coffee. Oak and Iron was founded to honor America's rich nautical history, along with the history of the Coast Guard. Every member of their team has either served in the Coast Guard or a veteran who grew up on the water. They are putting out some amazing coffee. They offer whole bean or ground coffee along with K-cups, tumblers, and stickers. They can even do unit orders if needed. One of the best things about the company is that a portion of all the proceeds goes to support CGMA. So every time you buy from them, you're essentially helping your fellow Coasties who need it the most. Go check them out on Instagram at Oakeniron Iron Coffee or on the web at oakenironcoffee.com, and tell them the Discarnal Sailor sent you.
2: Um, so, search and rescue. So, like, the main job of search and rescue is... No, I'm sorry. Smallville stations is search and rescue. S- follow very closely behind me law enforcement. Like I said, you're going to do patrols every day. Um, I've been not lucky enough to participate in SAR crews. I was... It's not lucky that someone needed my help, but I was lucky enough to be able to be put on crews where I was able to help people. Um, all the... All the shit you deal with at a smallville station... Um, you know, the getting the quals, working, getting underway, blah, 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 it all kind of comes to fruition when, like, it, like, for me, I got I got crewmen on a, on a ship, and it was just so that we could get the boat up and down, and, you know, get it in the knock, or get it in the cradle, or, you know, things like that, so I didn't really, like, get that initial experience, but when you, you work for six months, like, you're 18, 19 years old, right, I mean, we're getting old non rates now, but you're 18, 19 years old, you get your shit pushed in for six months working on your quals, you finally get put on the star crew, and you go out, and someone literally looks you in the eye as you pull them out of the water, pull them off their boat, or whatever, and they go, thank you so much for being here. I I was going to die without you here. It really puts it all into perspective, yeah. I was like, you know, everyone's jobs, Damn. everyone's job sucks you know my wife's why you do yeah. what you do yeah my my i think small boat stations are i i'm not going to talk about air stations because i they drive me nuts yeah but being <laughs> a crewman a sar crewman or a sar coxswain at a small boat station is the purest form of of coasty there can be um i'm not gonna like suck a the bosun mate's dick or whoever but
1: no, because you don't have to be a boatmate to do it. That's, yeah. the, that's the beauty of being a, a brand new crew member at a station. Like There's so much. People ask me all the time um, when they find out I was in the Marines. Like, oh, well, which branch do you like better? And like, pfft, hands down the Coast Guard, right? We get to do work that no one in their lives will even dream that exists. We get to do it. Um, and it like as much as people knock on that movie uh, The Guardian, because it should be knocked on, mm-hmm. The idea of that, right, like where they're out saving lives, you have a small degree of that when someone looks you in the eye and says, thank you so much for showing up today. Like, yep. I'd be dead. Or, man, I don't yep. even care about my $200,000 boat that just sank. Like, I'm just happy that I'm on your boat in a space plane. Yeah, like, I, thank you.
2: I had a BMC who's, I believe he's working towards Master Chief right now. I, I don't remember exactly where he's at. Um, he was the one that I said in a previous episode where, like, I walked in his office I was like, do you fucking hate me? that chief. Um, we went and oh, did man. a, we did we were out doing command hours and we got diverted for a star case. And we ended up pulling, um, I think it was like two people on board, it was a, a guy and his wife uh, and they had their dog. And, uh, you know, they we, we, you know, quote, rescued them and took them back to shore. Sure. EMS was there and, um, you know, we dropped them off, went back to the unit, you know went and cleared our guns and went and put our pyro vest up and you know me and that this bmc he was a bmc at the time i was like i was a boot second and i was like man chief that was fucking crazy he goes just a tuesday and i was like yeah what do you mean by that he goes it's just tuesday for us he goes some people go to work and they put things in excel spreadsheets some people go to work and and make a cheeseburger uh you know some people do this some people do that he goes you know, it's it's those people. This is the craziest Tuesday they've ever had in their entire life. They almost died. Oh yeah. This is just another Tuesday yeah. for us. He's like, because like,
1: remember this, dude. That's such a that's such a great way to look at it because yeah, you're right. I'm going to cut you off because it's just a Tuesday like that. Dude, those people who pulled out. You're right. That is the craziest Tuesday they'll ever have in their whole life, and they're going to tell that story forever. You were an ambassador for the entire Coast Guard for those people. Like, they'll never interact with the Coast Guard ever again. But their entire image of the Coast Guard, its history, its future, its members, all came down to you interacting with them, which I'm sure you guys were all professional and happy and a smile on your face. (laughs) Um, And then, but like, to the majority of people who, let's take this from a recruiting standpoint, right? Like, yeah, they, what do you do in your job all day, every day? Like, nothing. When people ask me to to compare the Marine Corps and the Coast Guard or other branches of the Coast Guard, everyone's general response, to include my general response, is we actually do the job every day. And what that means is, sure, we train all the time, right? You have to get underway every single day. You have to move the boat. You have to do something to train for your job. Your job is to go out and have that every day Tuesday. And it is, like the chief said, it's... uh, it, it doesn't feel like a special day to you because you do it every single day. Like, although you're pulling out Oscar, which is a, a fake dummy a replica of a person in the water that's floating, you'll go and pull that person out of the water like 20 times, you know? Mm-hmm. And then one day it's going to be a real person and you won't even think about it being, oh man, this is a real person because your muscle memory is there. And that goes for whatever task it is to include search res- uh, search patterns, whatever. Fire
0: response, it doesn't matter, yeah, you don't... You'd yeah. be surprised how quickly your training, of all that dumb shit you did a thousand times over and hated life, kicks in when the real shit is the fan. Yeah, there's, there's,
2: there's also something that goes into that where it's like some people have that mentality and some don't. Uh, like, I'm gonna go ahead and throw Sandy under the bus here one time. Uh, she has- How
0: dare you? She is a saint. I'm gonna do it anyway.
2: Um, so, I I was still living at home, and I'm, I'm going to toot my own horn for a second, and... Uh, oh, that's twice in one episode. This is three times, three actually. Um, yeah. So, my mom decided she was going to paint her 18-foot vaulted ceiling in her bedroom, right? So, she moved her bed, and the frame of the bed was sitting there on the floor, and she's up in this fucking ladder, right? Sandy falls off the ladder... And lands on the corner of the bed frame Right in her fucking grate Right?
0: Ooh.
2: Yeah And uh, I didn't This is I'm gonna say some words that she said uh, I also had a friend over At the time uh, We were probably in the basement oh. Doing drugs or something I don't know And uh, He is like Freaking the fuck out He's like There's blood And he's like Holy fuck What are we gonna do to blah, blah, blah. And I was just like Paul calm down I was like, go get fucking towels. Put the towel on her head. I was like, give me your phone. Let's call 911. one. And, like, I was super calm the whole time. And I remember her telling me later, like, when she came back from the hospital, like, how are you so calm? I was like, I don't know. I really wasn't like that. I, it's not that.
1: It was just another Tuesday. Yeah, it's just
2: another Tuesday. It's not that I was like. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I. Yeah. but Badach. Yeah. yeah. It's not that I wasn't worried. I was just like. I think it may have been the amount of time I spent with my grandfather, my father, or I just I don't, or my stepdad. I like that's just kind of how we rolled. And some people are more inclined to like I've seen propellers to the head. I've you know delivered a baby. I you know when those things happen to some people, it's it's this fucking like. I hold in regard in my, in my tra-
1: traumatizing yeah, thing like, because they've never seen these events in everyday life. It's not like yes. we're barbarians, yeah. five hundred years yeah. ago or a, a thousand years ago, and you see death and you see manglements and you see whatever. Yeah. Like we're a pretty civilized society now, and like you can, so it doesn't hit people. like Yeah, that. you
2: can tell when you're like I, that's why. Like I had it my last small station. I had like four coxswains that I trusted with my absolute life. Like I was like. Yeah. Like, I wish I could say their names but I can't um, and yeah. they were just like there, there was other BM2s BM1s there that I just absolutely did not trust like they're like oh we're doing night hours uh, we're getting away with BM2 whatever I was like no thank you I'd rather lapse and lose my qual and restart over uh, but some of them <laughs> like I know in a stressful situation they're gonna go calm down relax
1: yeah alright I know a guy man there's a surfman I know uh, I worked with him when he was a BM2 and not a surfman um, he wasn't even heavy weather yet and a few times like I, he's, not, he's turned his head and looked me. he's like hey, thank you very much hold on, I'm going to deal with this and then I'm going to get back to you versus in my mind I was freaking the fuck out but he's yeah. always had that cool calm, collected. and then I was yep. stationed with him a second time and this guy, I would absolutely, like, I would take him to war, mm-hmm. I would take him to invade a country with me, as well as I would go on yep. any star case. I don't care what sea condition, what boat platform, yep. I would go with him, like no matter what. The, the, and, the, I, I, th- I th- like, we all have, I'm going to cut you off again, yep. because I don't care go about ahead. you. We all have, <laughs> we all have um, stories, and every person listening right now is running through their list of stories. Like, I want to tell probably four stories to trump your stupid stories. Like, I'm uh, waiting for something to come down the pipe, and maybe I'll get that award or not. I don't know. But it doesn't matter, because the overarching thought of it, the, the, the purpose of this podcast is that, like, you're going to get so much experience, and you're not even going to know it, and you're going to go through life better for it, mm-hmm. and you shouldn't be scared. You should be excited, yeah, like, I, I think, is just the way to sum it I up. I got
2: two point Like, that case I said about the, where I was on the 24- there was two BM twos and myself. That was the only people in on the boat, because you don't technically need an engineer for a twenty-four. And the unit I was at had two jetties and we weren't allowed to take the twenty four out past the jetties. Radio comes over the radio, boat's taking on water on the stern. We're going down now. And the BM two who was driving yeah. looks at me and goes, Do you guys do you guys want to do this? Do you trust me? And I went, Absolutely, dude, send it. And I got I'm not saying I have video, but I, I have video we're we're fucking we're pushing this 24 to the limit we actually cracked the transom too
0: but
1: for legal reasons that's a joke for legal
2: reasons that's a fucking joke you can't prove that that was like eight years ago you ain't even going to prove that
1: um however in policy you're fine you're covered yeah so So.
2: the coxswain looks at me and goes do you trust me do you want to go and I go absolutely and I'll there's there's coxswains I'll follow to the end of the earth and I know being a non-rated small boat station sucks you're gonna get your shit pushed in um you're going to have some bad times. Just remember, number one, you're not in a cutter. Number two, the end result is you're you're there to save someone's life on their, like, you, how do I say this? You know, you could be having a really shitty week. Super shitty week, right? Your duty's fucked up. Can you tell them to calm down?
1: Yeah, I would just give them a the hand signal.
2: Uh, you, you could be having a super shitty week. Like, just whatever, your cat's got diarrhea, your sink's on fire, whatever. You're having a shitty week when you are the standby duty crew and you respond to something, those people are legit having a bad fucking day, right? Yeah. And it's, I know it seems like work and it's trivial to you, but going out there and like you could do six months at a smaller station and not do anything but clean floors, stand comms watch, break in crewmen.
1: You get one star Do NPCs Doing
2: NPCs You get one star case Under your belt yeah. And if you're a legit coastie Your brain is gonna switch 180 degrees You're gonna go Worth it 100% worth it Worth
1: it if you, All the times I was just waiting Doing nothing Like all the busy work Is just busy work To fill the time Until yep. the star case comes Cutting grass Painting fucking curves Yeah Oh my god Oh my god! Every all that bullshit, like the stuff that you just go home and you gripe and you call mom about, yep. or you gripe to your wife about. Like, dude, they fucking
2: ugh, but what not that sucks. Yep, but one of those days, you're gonna call your mom and go, yeah. "Guess what the fuck I did today?"
1: And assuming yeah. you don't have and you're take berries, a picture and yeah. you're post it on Instagram, yeah, uh, yeah, and they're probably gonna hopefully tell you they're proud of you. If not, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm proud of you.
2: Uh, the last thing is, um, I want to talk about at small stations was um, your your rotation. So, according yeah. to most small boat stations, you do two on, two off every other weekend. Which, in, here's, here's how it works in theory. You report Monday morning, it's 7.30, you do, you do boat checks, all that shit, count the guns, count the bullets, check all Miss, check the message board, and then you stay Monday, Tuesday, right? Then you're supposed to get relieved Wednesday morning, and you're off Wednesday and Thursday, and then you report back on Friday, do the same thing, and then you're saying Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. And then you off Monday, Tuesday, and then you work Wednesday, Thursday, and then you're off Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Don't worry about us, Skip. It's, it's all right.
1: Fuck those guys. They're so loud. It's okay. Sorry yell, yell at them right world. now.
2: Do it. Yell. Just be like, shut
1: the fuck up. Hey, go away. No, okay, get the fuck out of here. There's no one there, is okay, there? Okay, good. Didn't work. Yeah, there's like 10 people, but they don't um, care. So. But what did, it's what also did, a church <laughs> thing, so I shouldn't curse. Did you just <laughs> swear in the house of God? No, this is not... This is a cabin. Okay.
2: Uh, But what actually happens is you report Monday at 7, and then Wednesday you have all hands, and they do training, and then you maybe get to leave... Probably at, like, 9 o'clock. And then you maybe get to leave around noon, Um, and then you get one day to yourself, one total 24-hour period to yourself, then you're getting ready for watch, or for duty, then you go back on Friday, and then you're there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, so, like... I, yeah. I don't think the two-on, two-off is very conducive to station. not
1: unless you have a really good command and they're aware of that. Yeah. Like, my first station, we absolutely stayed until noon. We did uh, everybody clean the boats together. It was like six months' worth of that during the winter. Stayed until noon that day, and then you only had a day and a half to yourself. Yeah. Other units, they are very aware of it. Like, zero 7 you're leaving because your people are already there early in the morning for you, so you can have that, and it just comes down to your command, how much they care about your morale, how much they care about your families, and I mean, it's luck of the draw, really. We're
2: talking to you, prospective chiefs going through CCTR right now. They're about to be XPOs and OICs. Think about your fucking people and get those people home. Like, if you look at, I think one of my BM 2s that I knew actually calculated the hours he spent at the station versus at home. And it's like, I think it's like 65-35 He got 35% of his life at home
1: Which is That sounds about right
2: You know If if you look at it on paper It's like oh yeah Like it's half and half It's like I do I do six months at home And I do six months at the station That's how it works out Like you're smoking crack bro You're smoking crack Yeah Um, But anyway I hope If you have any questions About small stations Hit me up I was at two of them I was at one of the Great Lakes I was at uh, Another one Where I'm not telling you um, if you have any questions about small boat stations, hit me up. Or hit up Nautical USA. Flood his shit. I
1: Hit his shit up. Ask him questions. Been... Um, yeah, Nautical USA is spelled K-N-O-T. I-C-A-L-U-S-A. Yeah, K-N-A-T-U-C-A-L
2: dot com. God,
1: you're the worst. And just OT. hook him
2: up. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything else to add about small bus stations you think people need to know?
1: Uh try and get there. I mean, it's a beautiful time. Uh, like, I think it can be summed up with that, that sentence we said. You'll do so much bullshit, but it's all worth it when you actually have, when you do the mission that you're uh, supposed, that is meant to be there for. Yeah. I mean, it makes you really feel, when you get your, after, actually, a, a, sorry, after a couple of star cases, you'll understand what the uh, life-saving service was all about.
2: Did you, did you guys have section wars?
1: Oh, yeah. I, I came in and was like, do you guys, like, haze the other group? And they're like, no, we don't do that. I'm like, oh, okay, now we do. Yeah. So, yeah, section <laughs> wars. Anyways, another podcast. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me on today. We're not done. Um, I really We're not done. Mean, shut up. Oh, We're not done. Shut up. Fuck up. Yeah, shut up. Whatever.
2: Uh, it's your turn, Fatso.
0: All right, so uh, this week's FRC is the, uh, I'm, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but it's the Herberto Hernandez. So I found
2: this. Heriberto? H-E-R-I-B-E-R-T-O.
0: H-E-R-I-B-E-R-T-O H-E-R-I-B-E-R-T-O Yeah I'm probably gonna Heriberto? fuck this name up Somebody's gonna correct me, guaranteed uh, So I found this article that was written by A Coast Guard historian And uh, it's pretty cool it's, it's a little different than how we normally cover the FRCs So I'm gonna give it a shot So Fireman Roberto Eddie Hernandez Eddie's his nickname He had two nicknames One's Eddie, one's the boxer, and I wish you could see this picture of him that they have. Oh, he, he is wearing like he's wearing
1: shit. What the hell? I'm, I'm drunk. Can I knocked my camera off. Stupid beer. Family Stupid motto. Beer. <laughs> <laughs> He knocked his camera off. For all those listening, he knocked his camera off his computer and looking at all the cables and the dust bunnies. Yeah, it's just swinging. Under his desk. That's yeah. funny. He's just, oh, I'm drunk. Ugh. I'm
0: not. <laughs> there was a dildo under there.
1: My name is Mr. Miami. I hide dildos <laughs> under my desk. It's
2: 2022. I can be whatever I want.
1: Whatever.
0: Right. So just- in this picture, he's wearing green pants, green shirt, green vest, green helmet, and he has, like, you know, like John Rambo, hey, how he has, like, the bullets just, like, crossed over his chest? Yeah. He has that. That's awesome. It says, "Alberto uh, Herberto Hernandez was born in Laredo, Texas, on July 23rd, 1948. Great the place. son of Herberto Hernandez and Juanita Hernandez. The family moved to San Antonio when Herberto was a child. And it was there in Bexar mm. County, the home of the Alamo where young Alberto, called Eddie by his family and friends, grew up. Young Eddie probably listened to the songs of Ricardo Valenzuela, better known as Richie Valens, a teenager of similar heritage who grew up in the late 1950s. Climbed to the top 40 popular music charts until his untimely death in a plane crash in February 1959. Ten years later, in, the, in early 1969, in the midst of the Vietnam War, Rolling Stone magazine reflected on Richie's premature demise Valens was a hero to the Mexican-American community, and they cheered him on with the same kind of support that they would give one of their boys um, who faced, it says, faced a black welterweight in the annual Golden Golden Gloves tournament. Uh, Richie was the first Chicano singer of his kind, just a kid but a hero. It says, by the time the article appeared in Rolling Stone, Hispanic communities across the nation would would have a generation of new kid heroes. Wait, are you saying young men that and women. Are you saying this... No, I'm not. So it's saying he... <laughs> the article's weird, so that's why I'm giving it a shot and reading it. But it talks about Herberto, okay. the guy, the cutter. And then it talks about this singer that he probably looked up to.
1: Skip all that and get to the <laughs> what this dude did. Mean, mean potatoes, man.
0: I was trying to give it a shot. It was a different... It was not good. It ties it together later.
1: It's a tool
2: that can help us
1: Uh, later. I've got a question for you two at the end of this.
0: All right. So uh, basically it says, after completing basic training in Alameda, California, Hernandez was assigned to the cutter Bering Strait, then Loran Station, Saipan, and Coast Guard Base Galveston before finally being sent to Vietnam in 1969. Saipan. Aboard the the 82-foot cutter Point Cypress. By then, fireman Hernandez had three years of service under his belt, both afloat and ashore. Once on board the Point Cypress, Eddie became friends with a fellow crew member, Alan Dillenbeck, who much later recalled, there was no one I would have felt more comfortable with watching my back. I really don't know why Ed chose to join the Coast Guard, which in the 60s had little minority representation, but I doubt that was a factor. I think he just wanted to be part of the nation's struggle at the time. Eddie and his shipmates will find themselves at the maritime vortex of that struggle in the aftermath of the strategically important Viet Cong-led Tet Offensive, which caused the deaths of more than 7,000 American servicemen during the first six months of 1968 alone. Uh, It says the Coast Guard's involvement uh, in Vietnam actually predated Eddie's entrance on active duty, it says by nineteen sixty four the United States military advisory and assistance roles in South Viet in the South Vietnamese government had been given way <laughs> way to active God damn it.
1: <laughs> Sorry.
0: Given way to way to active combat mm-hmm. operations. With small offshore vessels, particularly fishing boats and junk. Junks, which is what they're referring to as sailboats, actively supplying mm. the Viet Cong guerrillas along South Vietnam's coastal areas. The U.S. Navy began interdiction operations against suspected enemy vessels. Operation Market Time, as it was called, commenced on March 12, 1965. Good up, that was a good up. <laughs> like you were there. It was good. We've talked.
2: Back we've talked about that like three times on the podcast.
0: You were drunk. Okay. I'm always drunk. That's probably true. <laughs> It says the the Point Cypress and the other Coast Guard vessels were assigned to the Coast Guard Squadron 1 under control of the U.S. Navy Commander-in-Chief's Pacific Fleet. Uh, Commander Eugene N. Tulich, USCG retired, who served two tours of Vietnam when he was a young officer, later wrote, when the cutters were underway, they reported to a minesweeper or destroyer escort that provided the WPBs with radar and navigational information. Uh, it says, although the water was too shallow for the cutters to be in close, uh, with the VNN junks, they could provide gunfire support if necessary. Hey, what beer so are you to drinking? To solve this problem. Me? Yeah, what are you drinking? Uh, Georgia beer, St. Helens, Octoberfest.
2: I'm drinking the Field Party Blondale right
1: now. Yeah? Excuse me. I
2: was just wondering. You, okay, were, you I, were talking a lot. I, I didn't have anything to say.
1: Can you finish your stuff? Can I get back yeah, to my so story? So shut your mouth. I, did,
2: God. I didn't say anything for a while. I felt like it was my turn. Uh,
0: Jesus Christ. All right, so on December 5th, 1968, Eddie, his executive officer, and a visiting Coast Guard officer from another vessel shoved off from the Point Cypress and one of these Boston whalers on a routine inland patrol on the Cao Mao Peninsula at the southernmost point of Vietnam. It says, motoring up the Racknong River. I think that's how you say that it says the river reconnaissance mission was searching for Viet Cong patrols known to be operating in the area their fiberglass boat provided no protection from enemy fire which they soon encountered as they approached an enemy bunker the Viet Cong pummeled Hernandez and the officers with automatic weapons fire riddling the Boston whaler the crew escaped the deadly ambush but not before Eddie and two officers were severely wounded Although the vessel was able to limp back to the Point Cypress, Hernandez's wounds proved to be mortal, and he died uh, once on board the Cutter. For his bravery under fire, Eddie was posthumously awarded both the Purple Heart and the Bronze Star Medal with the Combat V for Valor.
1: That's rad. Thanks, Eddie. That's badass. Yeah.
2: Not rad isn't like, I'm glad he died, but... Gave the yeah, yeah, sacrifice. but like, well, well done. Yeah, well done. Yeah. And
1: it's a Boston Whaler. I mean, just, I mean, pays testament to Boston. It's probably still floating in the Cong yeah. right now. You,
2: you got to remember that back in the day, the Coast Guard was an afterthought of an afterthought. Like, they're like, yeah, let's get the military over there. Okay, who should we get? Oh, let's get the Navy. And then the Coast Guard was tertiary and whatever the f- fourth in line is. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, I got this Boston Whaler. And they're like, yeah, dude, this sounds great. So. Doing the king's fucking business. Good for you. Um, and
1: I I love that the Coast Guard has uh, started this whole new line of cutters, and they're, they've are they been naming them after people like Eddie. Um, I really hope, and, well, let's see. Um, so, Nautical USA, we make shit, right? Uh, like, slacks and yeah. whatever. I've, I've made, it <laughs> is shit. Um, I've made, like, hat racks for cutters, a couple of FRCs, and they go up in the... All oh, well, in different spots. But uh, a couple of the people I've made it for, I've posted pictures of it, and then they message me, and they say, Dude, oh, man, that's so great that you're making that for that boat. I was stationed with him, and yada, yada, yada. Like, I love that the Coast Guard is doing a tribute to Coasties. Um, and if you want to, <laughs> here's my it's Do it again. Do plug. it. Do it. I'm, I'm going to plug it. I was going to do it if you um, weren't. If, 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 if you need something made for your cutter and you want to like pay tribute to these people, let's fucking make something outstanding. Yeah. I don't, I hate cookie cutter stuff off the shelf. The random places you go to, like the big corporations where you just uh, buy whatever that's engraved and it says their name on it. That's cool. No, 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 no. I want to yeah. know like about the person. I want to do fancy work around it and really make your ship, your cutter, Look badass that way. When you have guests come on, they're like, "Damn, that's cool." And you can say this. Like he loved like uh, man, I forget the name, but the one guy did it for. He loved fancy work, and the person told me that. I'm like, "Done. We're doing so much fancy work on it."
2: I think having having something like that gives you some pride in your ship. Like again, absolutely. I I'm sorry to bring up Jimothy again, um, but I'm not sorry.
0: Yeah, fucking stop it. Get off his dick.
2: Thank you. Like if I was ever is if, he a paid sponsor? If, or no, or? like he he's just oh. a dude. <laughs> if if I w- decided I wanted to be gay, I, I would try to I, I would marry Jim. Um, but well, like we
0: I can't wait for Jim to fucking DM me. After I'm, I'm
1: glad know. that gay marriage is in the middle of your plug for my shit and also badass cuties. <laughs> yeah, but so like let's go.
2: When when we did the first time Jim ever came on, he's like, "Can I do Can I do my cutter?" I was like, "Yeah, you can do your cutter, man. Why not?" He goes. Okay, so he was amazing. Check it out. Here's what he did. And he, he talked to me for thirty minutes about this guy that he, that the cutter he's on. And I was like, dude, holy yeah. shit, like, can you call down? He goes, No dude, this guy was legit and like he took like it's nice seeing that like the Coast Guards going, Let's name yeah. them after enlisted people and then those enlisted people again, Jim's kind of a psychopath, um <laughs> Like actually taking probably like no dude check out this is what this dude did yeah, so yeah, like yeah. like when you have yeah. like Marine Corps you like I know in the Army and in the Marines, you have like, um, like retreat hell, like they know yeah. mar- Marines know like our battalion is famous for this guy and he would say retreat hell, you know and yeah. you know certain other units know this guy was part of our unit and like they keep that tradition going and I think that we're, it's cool that we're finally getting to that same stage where like. No, dude, this is the fucking. This is a Charles David Jr. We fucking know what we're talking about. Charles David yeah, Jr. Yeah, yeah. did this shit. Alright, that's what oh, we're this about. This is the
1: Edward Culverson. Yeah. Fuck you all of you. Yeah. Yeah, we represent his legacy. Yeah. Like, like I was saying, I love that. Like, I love legacy, Uh, probably from the Marine Corps because of exactly what you're saying. Like, I love that people carry on traditional legacy, and I'm really happy the Coast Guard started doing that, so. Let me help you guys make something with all your spend down money, even though now it's already after and you can't do that. But next year, what's up?
2: All right. Um, Skip, you got any last calls?
1: Um, yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Uh, this is really cool. And I have a question for you two that I forgot, but I was going to ask you a question that your listeners probably want to know. Probably not. Uh, I don't know. Something stupid like, do you put ice in your beer? Absolutely fucking no. not. No. But if if all of you nerds out there have a bunch of questions for uh, Mr. Miami and the disgruntled sailor, oh, that was my question, then DM me and I'll ask them on another podcast. Maybe they'll have me on as a guest someday. Um, And I'll interview them for you on behalf of you. Okay, your turn's Also. Uh, f- no, 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 no. This one's good. Does it ever matter to you, Mister Miami, that you're like second bitched on this podcast because the podcast is named after the disgruntled sailor? So are are you like an afterthought? That's actually a good question.
2: That's actually a good question. So it comes up a lot, actually, and
1: <laughs> I'm glad. So I just wanted to talk. about Here's it.
2: the answer I normally give. Um, yes, it is the disgruntled the sailor podcast, um, but it's named that, and all of our merch is that. But the majority of the jokes, the humor, um, the, the amount of talking is Mr. Miami. So regardless of For what sure. people think, like there's a lot of behind-the-scenes <laughs> stuff. Fatso does the majority of the work. I'm the talent, as I've said before, and it's, it eventually <laughs> equals out. So like So
0: the answer is no. yes, he's he's super butthurt. No no no.
1: So <laughs> like, clearly so, like, I, I, You all make your own inference on that.
2: So like I can't I couldn't do this on my own and Fatso couldn't do this on his own. That's the answer. For sure. It yeah, that, that, that is correct. It, it only S- it, S- only, S- it S- only works S- uh, team. It only works because so, of the specific
0: I'll tell you what. I will post a poll with you. a question, do you think Mr. Miami is butthurt? hurt?" That is called the Disgruntled Sailor Podcast. <laughs>
1: If he okay, wins, we'll I'll see, make challenge we'll, coins.
0: We'll see what the, the listeners think. I,
1: I'll put it up. I like, like that. L- let's start ahead. a lot more. You can, you can do
0: that. I'll put it I, a couple days after the episode drops. This launches. I,
1: I, and, and let's do a lot more uh, listener engagement. I think they, like so many people, I've been at too many stations in the last six years. And uh, I know you guys have only been around for just over three. But... Um, a lot of people out there talk about you um, and I think they want to be involved Same. just like they are when they send you guys coins yes. and they send you whatever. Say like, more about that. Yeah, polls are awesome. They say, say more about what?
2: How, how people talk about us. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, <laughs> well they talk shit. Like,
1: they're, they're like, dude, who's this fucking retard I have to listen to drunk and gambling forever I in my car? I love oh. doing
2: that. I like making people I, uncomfortable <laughs> and I love that people hate me. I'm here to be hated. I see what makes you people cheer so like your booze You're mean nothing to me
0: you know what's wild to me is that miami re-listens to these podcasts oh i do like on his drive into into a work I, do. I don't after i edit them and i drop them i don't fucking listen so to
1: them i i right. listen to the ones i don't so 69 ladies well listen
2: yeah giggity um i only <laughs> re-listen to the ones that i don't edit because i edit sober so i record drunk Ugh. and then like I'm not drunk drunk but like I'm drunk and
1: so like I, I see the stack of cans there yeah
2: there's like doesn't matter how many cans there are um yeah when, when I record drunk and I don't edit I re-listen so that I know what I said so I don't repeat myself
1: you know she can reference it yeah yeah,
2: yeah, yeah it's for re- it's for science reasons uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway
2: all right let's got some last calls does any fat so you got some last calls
0: I do I have two it better be good. Uh, they're they're okay. Sorry, mom. So every you know, you know the chocolate bunnies, right? Which ones? Like come out. It's, Easter. Around, it's, it's Easter, come out Easter. It's yeah. Easter time. It's not Easter, so April. every hollow. Shut the fuck up. Every hollow chocolate Ugh. bunny is carrying a pocket of air from somewhere else in the world. Yeah,
2: usually it's China.
0: Yeah, wow. Wuhan, Wuhan air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, my last one is. That's actually it's for a lot of that That's can...
2: actually for a lot of products. A lot of products that are packaged yeah. in uh like if you get like you know the um... No, shut the fuck no, up. No. It's only for shut the fuck up. That was
0: my last you, call. You know you like the off.
2: um the packaging you get like the air filled bubbles when you order shit from China? Yeah. That's 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 Asian air. You're getting Chinese air. You just contaminated everybody. The, from
1: inside their manufacturing yeah, good luck. facility. That's, so oof. Yep.
2: That's how they spread covid. Oh,
0: Jesus Christ. All right. So oh, there we are. It's crazy to think that you can raise a chicken, kill it, pluck it, ship it, cook it in a whole rotisserie style, season it, and it only costs $8 at Walmart.
2: Yeah, that's (laughs) because it's not a real chicken.
1: (laughs) You can do all that, and you know what? You just tell your wife.
2: All right, I got a couple. All right. All right, you guys listening? Ready? You're in a room, and there's 100 erect penises. How many of them are you going to choke on?
0: I'm not You're answering in a room? this because I've 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 seen this and it doesn't work out either. Like, <laughs> either answer, oh. there's not a good answer. Because if you say oh, none like of them, that means you have no fucking gag reflex. <laughs> I've,
1: I mean, I'm all about the the Would You Rather game, but send it again. Send it. You're ahead. in a
2: room with 100 erect penises. How many are you choking on or gagging on?
1: I mean, I, do I have? I don't know answer the question an answer like, how
2: many how many give me a number
1: is it none is I it a hundred yeah it's probably I mean there's gonna be a number of them yeah
2: you guys ruined all the questions six, ep- episode
1: 69 episode 69 I'm i I'm choking on I'm gagging on 69 you guys ruin jokes like,
2: you guys ruined jokes like I told my I, I looked at my kids the other day at the dinner table and I was like I know someone that sounds like an owl and they all look at me like shut up dad I was like you guys ruin everything <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. All right, anyway, let me get on to the ones
1: actually Glad your kids down. Are smarter than you
2: So the word hold on. I gotta make sure I got this right. Alright, you ready? Yeah. Yeah. The word without is out oh hold on, hold on. The word without He's so drunk. I'm not... I'm a little drunk. The word without is with out. But with is without out. That's good. The word without Very... is with, out. But with that was so philosophical.
1: Is... Let me ask you this: Do you think your listeners give a fuck what you're saying right no, now? No, not even remotely. I, I'm then why are you wasting their I'm air time? I'm still
2: surprised anyone listens to this. I can't. I literally cannot. I'm I all,
1: that's why. That's why I stopped listening after like episode 25.
2: I can't believe. It's so like, you know, the letter W starts with the letter D.
1: Yeah. Wow. W? Yeah, W. And really, it's a double V. Yeah. Why is it yeah, called a W? That's U? what I'm saying. Anyway, Ugh. that's weird. Well, See, actually, I guess that, the way you used call to write inference
0: it. inference from Skip was better than your whole last call. What?
1: Right. Do you guys yeah. know? Everybody, that means go to Nautical USA Nautical. on Instagram. Follow it. I'm, it's, bear, I'm better it's, than it's them. N A U. My inference was better. T
2: I C O L.
1: K N O T U. USA.com. All right. Next. The first 100 people, I'm going to send you a free sticker. Go.
2: So, do you guys know who Karl Marx is?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Who? Uh, like the communist? Yeah, the communist. Yeah. Or the guy? Oh, okay. Well,
2: Good. so did okay. you know he had a famous sister? No. Uh, but no one ever mentions his sister, whose name was Anya. It's on top. She also she invented the starting pistol.
1: Oh. Cool. On your like, like a little cap gun starting pistol? No, like he's
0: that. gonna say on your marks cassette, go. That's what he's gonna say. <laughs> fucking <laughs> dumb
1: shit. That was, good. Yeah. that was good. You had me going. Oh man, so a dumb stupid bosun mate falling for that. You almost fucking said oh that was fucking good. Oh man. Uh well, that would have been good too. Maybe I should listen to your podcast so I knew what this portion was about. That would have been better. Do you guys do... (laughs) I would have been more prepared.
2: Do you guys do sock, shoe, and then sock, shoe? Oh, my God. Or do you do sock, sock, shoe, shoe?
1: Sock, sock, shoe, shoe. I've been wanting to ask this. I've been wanting to ask this for so long to so many people. Um, A BM3, when I was going through... uh, Where was I? At At Cape D. She asked me this. And she's like, no, no. I do... Sock shoe sock shoe. I'm like, well you're a fucking psychopath. And then it's Correct. always been in my head and, and then recently, like last week in the locker room, I put on and I was so lazy to like move my fat ass body and my leg to do the other one. So I'm like, fuck, it, I'm just gonna put on my shoe first and my boot. I went sock boot and then I went over and did sock boot and I felt dumb. I felt like <laughs> who's that nerd from um from that movie
0: I'm gonna do a poll immediately after this episode, before before yes. we even release it. Because I want to know right now.
1: I want. I want to know right now. Like, how many psychopaths are walking around our fucking Coast Guard? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then every time I do that, I'm like, oh man, no! I have to put on sock, sock, then shoo, shoo, because Bruce Willis. Right. If I'm going to go in Nakatomi Tower, I'm not going to be barefoot like him. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah, for sure. Imagine walking around the station with shoo, shoo. Yes. Right. Unless, unless you want to be cool. Sock, shoe, the sock, only exception is
2: if you're in the woods. You're like in a tent. You can do like you're like on a dirt floor. Nope. Sock boot, sock boot.
1: Only. What what if you use your sock as a toilet paper and now you only have one sock? Uh, That's you. I take baby wipes. All right, let's wrap it up.
2: Yeah, I'm done.
0: All right, Uh, that's all the time we have for this episode. We'll see you guys in the next one.
1: Bye. 69. Oh, I mean bye.